You're listening to the voice of the future, fighting for America every day. This is the conservative crusader. And here's your host, GOP Josh. Hello and welcome to the conservative crusader. My name is GOP Josh. Thank you for tuning in. So we, uh, before we get into the show today, I have to tell you about the schedule this week. There will not be a podcast Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday for separate reasons for each. I have a couple of tests I have to take um, for school on Tuesday and Wednesday. And then on Thursday, we're recording an interview. I will release the name soon of who we are interviewing with, but I do have to say that we are not going to be having a podcast on Thursday simply, so I have enough time to record and get everything prepared for that. Uh, Friday should be back to normal, and then Saturday that interview will come out as an edition of the conservative chat. So, let's hop into today's episode. I hope you all had a great weekend. I sure did. I'm exhausted from the weekend, but I had a great weekend. I hope you all did as well. Elon Musk is trying to buy Twitter. He is doing a good job at getting his deal across and, and getting it in the hands of the right people. And Twitter is set to accept Elon Musk's $43 billion buyout offer, according to a report. Twitter may announce it has accepted Musk's offer later on Monday, or today, once its board has met to recommend uh, the transaction to Twitter shareholders. The talks are fluid and the deal could still fall apart. The source added, The Monday report by Rector sent shares of Twitter soaring by more than 5% in pre-market trading on Monday. Twitter was unable to secure a so-called ghost shop provision, which Musk would be able to allow to solicit other bids from potential buyers after the deal, after the deal was signed. Twitter, be allowed, Twitter would be allowed to accept an offer from another party by paying Musk a breakup fee, the source added. The move comes after Musk reportedly met with several shareholders over the weekend and outlined his specifics for the $54.20 share bid for the social media platform. Musk's outreach forced the company's board of, record, board of directors to ser- seriously consider the Tesla CEO's $43 billion takeover bid. Many Twitter shareholders reached out to the company over the weekend after Musk outlined a detailed financing plan for his bid on Thursday and urged it not to let the opportunity for the deal slip away. Twitter's board is concerned that its negotiating position would weaken if they defy their investors in the event Musk's, Musk prevents an, uh, presents an attractive, attractive offer. Um, Musk insists that his bid for Twitter is his best and final. Twitter's board is reportedly in talks with Musk in order to get more details on bid uh, on his bid and see whether there's wiggle room to negotiate more favorable terms for the company. Elon Musk is most likely, at the, at this time, going to be the next owner of Twitter, and that's a good thing. Currently, the Twitter platform, which Twitter is the modern-day public square. That is undeniable. Currently, Twitter as a platform fails to recognize their place. If they don't want to be the public square, they should be held responsible for what's on the platform. If someone posts hate or terrorism or whatever that they they miss, they should be held liable for that. I don't think they should at this time. I honestly think it should be a... um, What's the word? It should be a town square, but they also shouldn't be able to dictate what's on their platform. They shouldn't be able to ban for speech. I don't think uh, obscenity should be on the platform. I don't think pornography or anything like that should be on the platform, but... Banning because someone disagrees with a speech should not be allowed. That is censorship. 
that is not allowed to happen in the public square. And if 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 there is terrorism on the platform, that should be taken care of as well. But that needs to be a specific guideline as to what terrorism is. Um, political speech should not be considered terrorism. Saying I'm going to go in and do this or do that is something different. Saying we're gonna we're going to blow up something or anything like that is terrorism. Saying that I believe President Trump won the 2020 election is not. Saying that I believe COVID was planned in order to get us to lock down is not. That is not terrorism. And that is not obscenity. And obscenity is not protected under the First Amendment. A lot of people fail to recognize this. Roth v. U.S., R-O-T-H v. U.S. says that obscenity is not protected under the First Amendment. There is no reason it needs to stay in the public square, needs to stay in the town square, cannot be banned. Okay? So we need to... Take this offer seriously. Twitter needs to be bought by Elon Musk. I will I will probably uninstall Truth Social if, if Elon buys Twitter. Uh, speaking of Truth Social, it's finally up and running, so if you have an account on there, make sure you are in. I'm sure you are in. I am on there at GOP Josh. But, I mean, they need to, they need to take this offer for the sake of the country, for the sake of our our nation, for the sake of the people. They need to accept this offer. Take it seriously. Take it with... No no negotiation. I mean, $54.20 a share is a lot more than it's valued at right now. I meant to look at this before I started recording. What What is the actual value of Twitter at 10.02 today, right? Um, do I have it saved here? I do. It's $50.87, so it's an extra $4, almost $4 a share for the platform. I don't see how they don't take that deal. They might try to negotiate it. They might try to get it a little bit favorable. But I know it's probably going to be like 5520 at that point because he wants to stay on that. Or no, it won't be. They, they, he wants to stay at that 420 number. I know it for a fact. So he might go 5469 or something. But <laughs> that's about all he will do. So the Republican Party, and I, I, I need to move on, has a leadership problem. Specifically in terms of Kevin McCarthy and Liz Cheney, who's obviously not in leadership anymore. But as of now, there is absolutely no way Kevin McCarthy can be this the speaker or the Republican minority leader, whichever one it is, next year. We need to play this clip. Leaked, I don't know who leaked it, but it's from the Rachel Maddow show um, on MSNBC, which I don't like sourcing her, but this is a true clip. It actually, ha- it's, it's an actual conversation that actually happened. So let's play the clip. Liz, you on the phone? Yeah, I'm here. Thanks, Kevin. Um, I guess there's a question. When, when we were talking about the 25th Amendment resolution, um, yeah, and you asked, you know, what happens if it gets there after he's gone? Is is there any chance? Are you hearing that he might resign? Is there any reason to think that might happen? I've had a few discussions. My gut tells me no. Um, I'm seriously thinking of having that conversation with him tonight. I haven't talked to him in a couple days. Um, from what I know of him. I mean, you guys all know him too. Do you think he'd ever back away? But what what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to call him. My this, this is what I think. Um, no one will pass the house. I think there's a chance he'll pass the Senate even when he's gone. Um, and I think there's a lot of different ramifications for that. Now, 
I haven't had a discussion with the Dems that if we did design, would it not happen? Now, this is one personal fear I have. Um, I do not want to get into any conversations about Pence pardoning anything like that. I mean, the only discussion I would have with him is that I think this will pass, and it would be my recommendation we should be done. Um, I mean, that would be my take, but I don't think he would take it, but I don't know. That was Kevin McCarthy, Republican leader, the minority leader at that point, on January 10th, 2021, right after the new Congress was sworn in and right after January 6th happened. So we need to look at this legitimately, right? This is a Republican leader, and I know it was kind of hard to understand. Go to my go to the show notes below. You can click on the link that says Kevin um, or McCarthy, I'm sorry. McCarthy leaked audio, just click on that. It should work on any platform. It'll take you to my tweet where it has the audio. Or you can just go to my Twitter page and, and search Leader McCarthy on my page. If we're going to promote, actively promote Republican leadership and actively promote Republicans like Kevin McCarthy, who are not going to stand up for President Trump and other Republicans, and I, I, I have my own fair share of doubts about President Trump. We'll get into that in the second segment. But if we're not going to stand up for President Trump, stand up for what these people, the majority of people are patriots who are trying to get their point across. If you're not going to stand up for him, why are you a Republican? Why are you in leadership? Why are we putting you so prominently in power? I mean, listen to what he said. He's saying that Trump needs to resign. Members of Congress need to resign because of what happened. Um... Pence needs to resign. And that's just not true. None of, none of that was true. He was mad that what happened happened. And I understand that completely. But taking it out on President Trump and taking it out on the leaders in Congress is his only plan. And that, that, that's a shame. He needs to leave. He, sh- he should be gone already, to be honest. He should be out of leadership already. We, we, we took Liz Cheney out who was on the call um, we need to take, we need to take McCarthy out. He needs to be replaced, bigly replaced. That is undeniable. That clip is a shame. He should not be in Republican leadership, at all. So when we return, we're going to talk about a few different things. When Bruce, who is a climate activist, dies after lighting himself on fire outside of the Supreme Court, uh, Donald Trump holds an Ohio rally. We're going to talk about why, 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 why. Was this rally such a failure in why it lost so many people's hope for President Trump in the future? If you know a lot about Ohio politics, you understand why this rally was 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 damning for President Trump. How it was painfully hurtful for every Republican that was a Trump supporter in Ohio. I mean, he backed Mike DeWine practically. We're going to get we're going to get into that. We, we have to have more time than I have right now for that. Um, and hypocritical Disney makes money in countries that ban homosexuality. There's an opinion article from the Post. I'm going to analyze that about how the don't say gay bill Disney is so mad about is what they do in their own editorial to make money in other countries. That's how they do it. That's That's how they run their content in order to make money in communist China. You know how it is. But my name is JP Josh. We'll be right back after this here on the Conservative Crusader. Stay tuned. 
You're listening to The Conservative Crusader. This is The Conservative Crusader. Welcome back. This is The Conservative Crusader. Make sure you follow me on social media at GOP Josh or at GOP Josh 20. Just take a guess. I'll probably be there. I don't understand people that are so, 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 so politically um, active to the point that they risk their life doing stupid stunts to make a point. I understand being passionate. I'm passionate as well. But there's a guy who went to the Supreme Court on Earth Day on April 22nd and lit himself on fire. I'm not kidding you. This is an actual story from the New York Post. When Bruce, W-Y-N-N, Bruce of Boulder, Colorado, died Saturday a day after he set himself ablaze in Washington, D.C., the Metropolitan Police Department told Fox News. The incident happened around 6.30 p.m. on the plaza in front of the court building. He was airlifted to a local hospital where he died. A Facebook page belonging to a person named when Bruce said he was a Buddhist and a climate activist. Um, in 2020, Bruce left a cryptic Facebook message that included a fire emoji in the date of his death, 422 2022. A Buddhist priest from Boulder said she knew Bruce and called his death an act of compassion. Uh, this is an act is not suicide. This was a deeply fearless act of compassion to bring attention to climate crisis. We are piecing together info, but he has been planning it for at least one year. Uh, Supreme Court said they were, police said they were still investigating the man's motive for self-emulation. Uh, no one else was hurt in the incident. Uh, earlier in the day, four people were shot when a gunman suddenly opened fire in a residential area in the northwest section of the city. Forcing residents and schools to lock down and shelter in place, the gunman was later found dead. Bruce Bruce's death was not related to the shooting and not a public safety issue. So, there is a um, a um, problem here. This is a man who was mentally unwell in some capacity. Who decided who decided he was going to take fire light himself on fire to protest something to do with climate change, to bring attention to climate change. Why is there a and I'm sorry, it's hard to, it's hard to talk about this. Why is there a motive put placed by anyone to light themselves on fire, to go up in flames for some political whatever, for some political attention. I'm sorry this guy lost his life. I really am. But this guy was mentally unwell in some capacity. And he decided... To risk his life lighting himself on fire for attention. This is what's being promoted in the media. Is a man who lit himself on fire trying to gain attention for a political cause. 
that is what the media wants to highlight. That's what I'm highlighting it because it's such a big news, but it's not it's not what should be the most important story. So rest in peace, but you 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 can't go around acting so so what's a proper way to put this? So silly. <laughs> I mean really for attention for a political cause. But you, you you just can't do it. So President Trump was here in Ohio not too long ago, just this Saturday. He held a rally in endorsement of J.D. Vance. And you know I, you know my thoughts on J.D. Vance. I'm not going to get into that. But, but this rally was so infuriating. So angering for so many patriotic Americans. Patriotic Trump-supporting Republican Americans who watch him and follow him and see what he has to say. But he's losing support among them every single time he goes to one of these rallies. Let me find this post from Neil Peterson, who is an independent conservative constitutionalist for governor of Ohio. I voted for Trump both times. I held prayer rallies for our president, late night prayer intercessions, and spoke boldly about his leadership for America. I believe he is the greatest president in my lifetime. I do not regret my previous support, but as of yesterday, I'm done supporting President Trump, yet this was posted Sunday. He is out of touch with Ohio, and his endorsements do not represent Ohioans. President Trump is unable to bring healing and restoration onto our nation. I'm looking for strong and uncompromising leaders who can also bring unity and healing to our land. My ultimate trust is not in man, but in the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus alone will save America. Thank you, President Trump, for all your work making America great again. But it is time. To move on. It is time. To move on. I support. President Trump. I supported President Trump. But in this rally. He endorsed. Everyone but DeWine. In the DeWine administration. He endorsed Frank LaRose. He was pro, very early voting, pro mail-in ballots, not doing anything about the fraud because, oh, Trump won, there was no fraud. Trump won Ohio, there was no fraud, there was still fraud, okay? He endorsed the other races that are uncontested, I understand that, but he endorsed Bob Paducic, or he, he supported Bob Paducic, who is the chairman of the Republican Party. And if you don't know, about Ohio politics, like, in depth, you don't understand the problem with this Paducic support. Bob Paducic is a... a partisan, uncompromising, which I'll give him to that, he's very strong. Fraud. He endorsed Mike DeWine. He's backing the endorsement of Mike DeWine. He refuses to do an audit of the Ohio Republican Party books, which are, they they haven't done an audit in who knows how long. I went to an event with Mark Pekita for Senate, and there was a member of the State Central Committee there, and they asked, how long ago was the audit? They said, we don't know. We don't know the last time the books of the Republican Party are audited. At least 
$3 million unaccounted for that they refuse to have audited. And President Trump is supporting this guy. Trump is supporting this guy for leadership in the party. He might as well have endorsed Mike DeWine. He honestly might might as well. I mean, uh, I mean, Bob Paduchik seems like a nice guy. I met him a couple times. Is not who should be leading a Trump plus eight, Obama plus what, what was it four state? Because he promotes candidates like Mitt Romney and John McCain, who cannot win Ohio. He is a. A, a he is not who 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 should have the endorsement of President Trump. That's all I'm going to say. And you're really telling me that Frank LaRose, pro mail-in ballot, pro early voting, Frank LaRose is who should be chair uh, or head election counter? Really, head vote counter? You're, you're you're kidding me, right? Frank LaRose endorsed JD Vance as well. Right after the fact, it was like less than 20 minutes or just over 20 minutes. One of the two. It was like a bing-bang. I think it's concerning when someone running the elections is endorsing. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, I can't do anything about that. But This is not... No, no, no. I'm just... I'm so upset. John Adams is is who um, I, I think should be Secretary of State. I'm not endorsing, but that's just my opinion. And, and, you know, maybe we'll be having him on the show sometime soon. Maybe, 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 maybe. We're not going uh, to declare that right now. We're not going to say that right now. But we are going to move on. I'm so upset. I'm sorry. I, I just need to cool down for a minute. I'm just... Uh, DeSantis 2024. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Just like Disney won't say gay. Hypocritical Disney makes money in countries that ban homosexuality. Florida lawmakers voted to end the Walt Disney Company's special self-government privileges, which it should have, it should have never received. This is an opinion article. I meant to preface that by DeRoy Murdoch. Since 1967, Disney has operated its own many states surrounded by Florida, much as the Vatican is encircled by Rome. The Reedy Creek Improvement District exempts Disney from circuit certain taxes and regulations that burden other companies. This arrangement also also powers the Magic Kingdom to establish its own levies, ordinance, and emergency services in and around its Disney World theme parks. Let's hope Disney enjoyed this cushy 55-year ride. Too bad its rotten corporate citizenship cost it these precious goodies. Disney lied about Florida's recently enacted parental rights and education law. Disney called HB 1557 the Don't Say Gay Bill, even though the measure does not say gay. The word gay is not in the legislation, Ron DeSantis said, told Fox News' Tucker Carlson. It's a lie. It's a lie because they have to lie if they wanted to admit what they were really teaching, what they really are for. They would know not to fly with the public. That would not fly with the public. Disney said it wants this letty repealed by the legislature or struck down in the courts. So Disney believes it is an unacceptable burden to ask teachers to instruct their students on sexual orientation and gender identity no sooner than fourth grade. So, I'm not going to go into this very much. I, I applaud Ron DeSantis for 
getting rid of the self-government status. They don't deserve that. If you're that political, you don't get the right to, to govern yourself. That should have been never given to that company anyway. You know, good for them. They're they're finally out of it. I'm very happy about that. Make sure you follow me on web, on my website, gopjosh.com. Keep that in your bookmarks. Check it occasionally. Follow me on Twitter, at gopjosh20. Instagram is the same. t.me slash gopjosh. gab.com slash gopjosh. getter.com slash gopjosh. Uh, Truth Social, my username over there is gopjosh as well. We are everywhere. My name is Joe P. Josh. Thank you for tuning in today, and we will be right back. We will not be right back. We will be back Friday at the earliest. Wow, that's so it's so weird to say, but we will not be here for a few days. It's the end of the school year. Uh, we are coming on the end, but I'm very excited for the summer. We've got big things planned. Got an interview scheduled this Thursday. Like I said, it'll be out sa- Saturday here on the Conservative Crusader. But as always, make sure you stay tuned. Make sure you follow me on social media. My name is GOP Josh. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Conservative Crusader. 